process optimization. What the heck is it? Do you need it for your business? We're going to talk about it on today's episode. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. What's up? What's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast. I'm excited you joined me today because this is one of my favorite topics. Of course, all the topics that I talk about are one of my favorite topics. That's why we put them on the show. Anyway, I'm glad you're here and excited to share with you some very, very important stuff. Now, uh, as you could see in the title of the show, it is process optimization. We're going to talk about five ways that you can continuously improve your processes in your business. This is, at for some people, not an exciting topic. For me, for us at Business Choreography, we love talking about process optimization. And this is because it can make such a huge difference. Such little tweaks such little tiny things that you can do inside your business can really move the needle and it can really blast off what you're doing. In fact, you know, it's it's the classic story of being inches away from uh, striking gold and giving up, selling the mine. The next person comes in, hits a couple of strokes and strike it rich with the gold, right? This is pretty much what it is. Process optimization could actually be something that could uncover something really huge for you. It could be the thing that could take you to the next level. And unfortunately, and this is the the truth of it, it could uncover something that maybe is hidden underneath your business that could be causing you huge amounts of trouble and there may need to be something fixed. So uh, I've broke it down into five ways that you can actually get in and do something about it. But first, I wanted to start with something real easy, right? I wanted to just start for some of you with what the definition is of process optimization. So hang with me for a second, right? Process optimization is the practice of improving a process to increase its efficiency, productivity, quality, and overall effectiveness. It involves analyzing and identifying bottlenecks, inefficiencies and other areas for improvement within a process and then implementing those changes to implement or minimize those issues. And the goal really of process optimization is to streamline workflows. We want to get rid of any waste within the process. We want to lower our costs. We want to increase our output and we want to improve our customer satisfaction. This is huge because that's on the back end of it, right? And we're going to be talking about process optimization on the front end so that you can improve customer satisfaction, even employee satisfaction, your team members. Process optimization can be applied to so many different functions in your business, such as your logistics, your marketing, your customer service, and various other things. But this is sort of the beginning of what that's all about. And so let's dig in just a little bit to these five different ways that we can start to 
optimize our processes. And guys, it can be a lot of fun, right? I We love finding the holes and being able to fill the gap, right? Close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. And process optimization is a really, really big deal. So let's start in with method one, right? That's to identify bottlenecks. You've got to figure out where the bottlenecks are in your process. Unfortunately, this can be a little painful. And sometimes, you know, when you patchwork a business together and you're growing, especially if you bootstrapped it and you started it and it grew over years, the challenging portion is that you might have some bottlenecks in there and they might be hidden, right? It could be that you have an employee that's a bottleneck. I am part of something right now where the second in command is the bottleneck. Oh my gosh, what is happening with this big thing that we're doing? The second in command is kind of in the way. What's going on? And everything has to stop there. So they haven't figured out how to get past those bottlenecks. This can be you in the business. If you're the owner, maybe you're the bottleneck. Maybe everybody's waiting for you to make decisions. And there are ways to get around that. You can create a little board, a board of advisors. You can get your trusted advisors there to help you make snappier decisions, to make things happen a little bit quicker. You can actually make sure that that happens all the way down the line of your management so that there is always a way to make a decision quicker so that the decision can be helped by all the people that are the decision makers. You can also do it by getting people in that can make better decisions. If it's in a management position, if they are the bottleneck for what the process is for something to move along, then it may very well be, and this is the hard part, it may very well be that they are the wrong person for that. And so if you can identify that they're the bottleneck, then that can be changed and adjusted. If there's a bottleneck in the process, this could mean that there are too many emails uh, going through for a single process that doesn't need it. It could mean that everything's trying to get through one space before it can actually get done on the back end, right? You can identify this in your process. Let's say you ran a podcast. Maybe the bottleneck is one area like maybe editing and the production of that podcast. And so if you can figure out the little thing that can open that bottleneck up and make it so that the editing isn't the thing that holds back the production of that podcast, then that can be a huge thing. There are bottlenecks and potential bottlenecks in all sorts of different elements. It could be in your uh, payroll. It could be in your hiring process. It could be in your decision-making process from your managers all the way up to you. So you want to be able to go in, identify and audit different processes that are going on in your business and, and figure out if there's always a stop, if there's something where a bunch of people are producing and then it has to stop at one place. And if you can open up that bottleneck through some creative processes, then this is going to really open up the floodgates of your business just by taking care of some of those easy bottlenecks. Now we could talk about that one subject for hours, but I hope this gives you some ideas and sparks some things that you could do to start to get rid of those bottlenecks. All right, let's jump into method two or we'll be here all day long. Method two, measure performance. This is super important when it comes to optimization of your processes. And that's because if you don't start to measure what's going on, then you cannot tell if 
anything better is happening. Now, I would assume that you have gotten to the place that you've gotten to because you started measuring things. But I bet there are a number of places in your business right now, because we're all guilty of it. There are a number of places in your business where you have avoid measuring and or you've given yourself this uh, line of thought. Well, you can't really measure that. You can't can't really measure that element of my business. Yeah, well, that's what they used to say about customer satisfaction. Now they've created things like net promoter scores where you can actually figure out what your audience is thinking and how happy they are with your service. And you can you can figure that stuff out. You can do the same inside your business. You can measure everything. And it's something as simple as maybe you're looking at the data from your advertising. And you're measuring that and you're just looking to see that there's incremental improvement. If you're in this business and you're looking to keep it growing, 1% improvement every week, every month, this adds up over time and it can make a huge difference. But you can't make improvements if you're not measuring your performance. This is so important. And I know as a business owner myself and having bootstrapped a number of companies through my life, I know that it's easy to neglect the measurement of the performance. Sometimes we just look at the bottom line and we forget that there are other things that can ultimately move the bottom line, but maybe don't show up as moving the bottom line in the front end. But if you can start to measure those things, measure the measure your customer's happiness, measure your team's happiness. I know that sounds crazy, but the happier your team is, the more they'll produce and the more they'll do things that are outside of their box. But it's not just about measuring happiness. It's also about measuring your data and looking at ways you can improve it. Check your website visits. What are they on a regular basis? And how can we improve that? Can we make a few little adjustments? Can we add uh, SEO to the meta tags in our site? Do you know how to do that? Do you need somebody to come in and do that? What can you do that are making incremental improvements? I think as business owners, we oftentimes are looking to make that one big, huge thing that's going to make this big, massive adjustment and change. Well, that does happen sometimes. And when that happens, that causes all sorts of other things, a domino effect of big change. But when you're measuring your performance in a lot of different areas of your business, you can make those little 1% incremental changes that really, really make a huge difference in your business. Again, we could stay on this for hours and hours, but let's go with that. I want you to start thinking about at least one or two ways that you could actually start to measure the performance in one area or two areas of your business that you haven't been, this is going to make a huge difference. All right, let's talk about number three, utilizing automation. Oh my gosh, guys, when we're talking about process optimization, automation is so prevalent in today's society, in today's landscape of business. You can automate so many things and tech is so available to you, but you could be caught in a swirl of this uh, web that you've weaved of using this tech and that tech and this tech and that tech. And this could actually kick your butt, but maybe you are automating. And that's great. Do you have your email marketing automation done? If you don't, you need to get it done. Do you have your production of your content automated? Do you have the outreach automated? What can you do and what can you automate in your business to maximize efficiency 
and to create a scenario where all parties involved, meaning inside your company and outside your customers, are happy with this automation. You don't want to just put in a, a gross automation for customer service, a tech or a bot that comes back and never actually answers your customers' questions, right? But you can automate other parts of that. And so there is so much you can do when it comes to automation and the consolidation of your tech is a great place to start. Maybe you have a lot of different tech programs, right? And you can consolidate them into one. Now, if you need some help with that, let us know. We've got a cool software called Corio Suite that can help you to consolidate and condense and get all of your tech into one space. I know that sounds crazy, but it is cool, right? We are choreographers. That's what we do. But we can choreograph it into one space with our cool piece of software that basically does all the things that you need to run your business. Now, that's just a side note, but really inside your company, can you get things automated, right? Even if it's one at a time, you still need to get some automation in there because that's going to help maximize what you are capable of doing for your customers, for the people that you serve. And this is huge. So you've really got to get in and utilize automation or automation. If you haven't even done anything with automation, boy, you're missing out. Tech has really evolved a lot and it's only continuing to grow. Like I said, we have a solution that can consolidate all your tech. And when I say all, I, I'm, I mean all, right? So reach out if you need some help with that. All right, let's continue on and uh, move forward. Let's talk about number four, which is encourage employee feedback. Guys, this is, I, I can't even emphasize this enough. I know you started this business. I know you are the fearless leader, but guys, the people in the trenches, they're the ones that have some really brilliant ideas. And if you can encourage that feedback about the thing that they do every day, day in, day out, if you can encourage them to be innovative and help to create the best process for what they do, man, first of all, they'll be excited. They'll be excited to be in there and be working part of the team and part of something that's growing and getting better. Second of all, you will get insight that there's no way you could have gotten unless you were the one doing the thing day in and day out in the trenches, doing the work. This is huge. Biggest, Some of the biggest companies and some of the best leaders in the business world, people like Elon Musk, believes in this wholeheartedly. You want your employee, your team members' feedback on how you can make the process better. This can be done. And you can put in a process that this is something that's normal and on a regular basis. Or you can do it periodically, right? You can say, okay, once every quarter, once every half a year, we're going to come in and we're going to go in and evaluate. Maybe the management team comes in and you're going to evaluate what your team is doing and say, how can we improve the process? Because I do understand that maybe sometimes the team members, maybe they're not process oriented. Maybe they're task oriented and they maybe don't have the capability to improve the process. But if you take a little bit of time, have your managers take a little time to just ask them what they're doing. What are the repetitive tasks? What are the things that they're doing over and over again that maybe we could put in some new tech for or create some automation for or make it easier for them to do their job? They will love this. You will love this. This adds up over time. These can be some of the best incremental changes that can really, really boost your company's revenue and 
the customer satisfaction. This is so, so important, but you've got to encourage employee feedback. And guys, some of the simplest things that you can do is just set up a form. You don't even have to buy form software. You could just set up a quick little uh, survey form inside Google if you wanted to. It's free for goodness sakes. You don't even have to invest a huge amount. You could, and there's tons of software that you could do it with. But you create a little survey, send it out to your uh, team members on a regular basis, maybe once every couple of weeks, maybe once every quarter, maybe once every half a year, and ask them, hey, what kind of repetitive tasks do you do every day? What are the things that are um, so old and rote that you do every day that maybe we could innovate and find some way to improve that process and get their help, get their feedback? They will love it. You'll love it. It's going to make a huge difference. All right, let's move on to number five, and that is continuously monitor and adjust. I, I know this sounds maybe rote and like maybe it's a duh statement. Mon continuously monitor and adjust. No, you know what? We're talking about that. And even though we've kind of mentioned that through the statements, I can't tell you the number of times that I've visited a company or worked with a company and they just, they set up the process and they just let it be. And it's been that way for years. Guys, you can't do that. And I understand that sometimes that's the easy route to go. And I understand that there are other pressing issues. There are uh, bank loans, there's, uh, you know, growing and there's getting new processes and new tech and new development. And there's always the new shiny object. But when you can continuously monitor and put that into your view, Right? And depending on the size of your team, that could be you specifically as the uh, fearless leader. It could be your second in command. It could be your COO. Right? It could be your CTO if it's about the tech. Right? It could be somebody in your management or C-suite team that is in charge of continuously monitoring that. But it might be you. And if it's you, you've got to set up a schedule. You've got to put something in your calendar because if you don't schedule it, it doesn't happen. You know that and I know that. So you've got to put something in your calendar, put a recurring event for whatever time frame is best for your business. It's hard to know. You all have such different businesses out there, but you've got to put something in your calendar that says, hey, you know what? On this day, we're going to go through and we're going to do this. We're going to go and monitor and we're going to make some adjustments. And it could be that you're just monitoring the last four things that we talked about. It could be that you're monitoring uh, one specific thing and you could put that scheduled in. If that's getting overwhelming, it could be that it, you're ready to have somebody that is specifically in charge of that. And if it's not you, maybe it is a, a chief operations officer's job to go through and do that. And you may be ready to hire that position, right? And they, they do so much more. Uh, COOs are, are sort of the uh, heartbeat of your business, right? And they can keep things operating, right? That's why they call them operating officers, right? Because we're looking to optimize and they're trying to get the operations down pat. So you might be ready for that. If it's not, if you're not ready to hire that position, then it still might be falling into your hands. And the best way you can do it is put it in your schedule and realize that you have to keep monitoring. And it's not, it's not that you have to do the same thing all the time. You can split it up. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to monitor and adjust the 
marketing budget every time on this date. And then I'm going to monitor and adjust customer service every time, once every uh, so often. Maybe it's a month, maybe it's a quarter, right? And it has to be specific for your business. And I understand that. And I understand there's some customization needed and that's cool, right? So we just want to go through those again one more time, right? Let's just review. We've got identify your bottlenecks. This is huge. You've got to go in and find those. You've got to measure your performance. Don't underestimate that. Utilize automation and do that by either consolidating your tech using something like Choreo Suite, right? Or encourage employee feedback. This is huge. That's a big one, right? You got to get the feedback from the people that are helping you run your business or continuously monitor and adjust, not or, and as an overall whole, you want to continuously monitor and adjust all of the things that you're doing on a regular basis, this is going to make a big difference for improving your bottom line and continuing to help you grow and scale. Guys, if you need some help, if this all sounds crazy overwhelming and you need a little bit of oomph to it, please reach out. You can always get us at info at bizcorio.com and uh, we'd love to talk to you. We'd love to see how we can help. This is our specialty. This is our playground. This is where we love to be. And of course, as we said earlier, if you're interested in, in consolidating your tech, saving some money on your automation and getting all that stuff automated, then please let us know. We can get you uh, we can get you into Choreo Suite. It's sort of for our internal customers and our elite uh, inside business choreography, but we would be happy to share it with you and, and see if it's a good solution for you to improve your automation and consolidate all of those crazy tech bills that you have. Anyway, as usual, it's been a pleasure. I hope you got something out of it. You know what, wherever you're listening to this, give it a like, give it some comments. Let us know that you're loving the episodes and that uh, that you're enjoying what we're putting out. We love to hear it. We love to see it. Helps our team know that we're producing some really great stuff for you. And uh, of course, until next time, please keep on doing some choreography in your business. It's so important. We'll see you next time. Take care. The choreography your business is running can determine whether you can grow and scale to the next level. It's so easy just to take business day by day, but that can leave you putting out fires and keep you from growing. Find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Schedule a growth strategy analysis call with us today. Go to bizchoreo.com to book your time.